I just I just embrace that song mm-hmm. and and I love I love the repetition yeah. in my worship. Yeah, especially that's been my jam for like the last month. I listen to that like mm-hmm. three, four times a day. That's why we love fight my battles. <laughs> that's why we love overflow. No. Just just soaking in it. Yeah, yeah. It's Risenstein. It's Victory ninety one point five. We're we're in a place right now as Ray Haynes is teaching on Pentecost. And by the way, this will all be posted up at the Victory blog this afternoon. And that blog address is blog.victory.radio. Well, bam. That's it. And I'll also post up all the notes, so the teaching notes. So mm-hmm. If you want to go back and refer. Mm-hmm. Although we add a lot of stuff mm-hmm. in, of course. So right. let me preface this by saying it's uh, 2008. I'm a new believer. And okay. uh, I walked into somebody's house, what I thought was going to be just a brunch. <laughs> and and I walked into their living room, and there were a bunch of people praying, and I didn't understand a word. <laughs> they undersold the brunch. Yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, tongue was on the menu. <laughs> and and the woman next to me was speaking in tongues. Wow. So, here we go. So, uh, we're going to... I'm just going to run you through scriptures, and then we'll just talk about it after that, all right? Because the most important thing you could ever do is just get it from the Word. Just connect with the word, because that's what it is. We like he was saying, like soaking in it. What's the it? It's the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So who's the word? Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And who? What did he send? Send the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So it's his idea. So Acts one, being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, "You've heard from me." For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they'd come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, It's not for you to know times or seasons, which the Father has put into his own authority, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Mm-hmm. All right, fast forward. Uh, 50 days. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Well, then there appeared to them divided tongues as a fire, and one sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And this is one of those things the Bible does sometimes. It just it's the master of understatement. It's just like, wait, <laughs> say more, just just a little bit more, and they just leave it there. Acts 10. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard the message. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astonished that the gifts of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on Gentiles, for they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. Hmm. Now, this was at Caesarea. We were there. It was the first stop in this last trip of to uh, Israel, for those of you who went on that trip, mm-hmm. down by the sea where Caesar, they had built that little place for Caesar. So this is a place that the Hebrews wouldn't even come to. Peter would never have normally come there, and he went into a Gentile house, and God poured out his Holy Spirit on them. While Apollos was at Corinth... Paul took the road through the interior, arrived at Ephesus. There he found some disciples and asked them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? They answered, No. We've not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. (laughs) It's like, God missed that sermon. So Paul asked, Then what baptism did you receive? John's baptism, they replied. 
And Paul said John's baptism was a baptism of repentance. He told the people to believe in the one coming after him, that is, in Jesus. On hearing this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. When Paul placed his hands on them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. There were about 12 men in all. All right, so that's the verses. There's plenty more, but that's just where we'll stop. So there's been more conflict throughout church history on this one subject than probably every other issue combined because it's not intellectual and it can't be understood or argued or controlled by man. It requires faith and obedience. Even as David said, you walk into a room and it's like, what? You know, a lot of times you just don't have cue cards to explain things. So the experience... You know, I read there three or four scriptures. Did you notice that they were all different? So the experience for everyone encountering the Holy Spirit is is very different. There's some things that are very consistent tongues, but <laughs> there's so many things that are so uh, different too. So it was different for me than it was for Kelly. It was different for Corey. All three of us have totally different stories of baptism of the Holy Spirit. So here's my point. It's something God does, and you have only one rule as everything that they taught you through the Pentecost thing today, the 50 day thing, wait for the promise, no matter how long it takes. It doesn't matter how long it takes. It's irrelevant. That's not the point. The point is it's the perfect tense of that verb, which means if God says, I'll, I'll come, I'll do this. Your job is waiting. It's not trying to figure it out or make it simple or explain it. Just wait. Mm -hmm. No matter what others experience, don't assume God will do things the same way with you. That's just a really bad assumption. Mm -hmm. Worship him constantly. Yeah, stop right there Sure. say that again. No matter what others experience, don't assume God will do things the same way with you. That's right. It rarely happens that way. In fact, there's um, some of the worst stories I've ever heard in the subject came from people saying, this is how you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, and they kind of manipulated their mouth to speak in tongues and did weird things and because they only had their encounter their experience and they were actually drawing them so far away from god it's ridiculous so don't do things assuming that you figured it out mm -hmm. doesn't work that way that's why it's the baptism in the holy spirit not you mm -hmm. okay worship them constantly ask to be filled when opportunities arise for the laying on of hands have faith. See what happens. You know, doesn't happen. Walk away. Keep waiting. Don't stop till you're full. So the question is worth asking, how long do you wait? That's the trick, isn't it? <laughs> Ten days. What does that represent again? Completeness. Or in other words, in, in, from a scriptural point of view, as long as it takes. It takes that long. Ten days represents as long as it takes. It's completeness. Ten commandments. How many do you have to follow? All ten of them. All right, you have to get them all. All right, so for me, I'm going to have to drink a little water here again. For me, one year. I got saved at a Jesus Festival in 79, baptized in the Holy Spirit a year later. Did I do anything in the year between that that had anything to do with the Holy Spirit in terms of reading, studying? Not a bit. It was a complete surprise to me. I didn't even know it was going to happen the next year. So <clears throat> if me, it takes a year. Kelly, it took, I can't even remember how many months. Corey, it happened. She was, I think, um, it would have been eight years ago or so. So, but it could have happened any of those times, but it didn't. Got had a special time, waited for that. Same thing for Kelly. How long should you wait? As long as it takes. 
don't stop waiting. The whole point is he is faithful. So don't rewrite the word to fit your situation. Don't let a preacher teacher rewrite the word to fit your situation. Jesus waited for doubting Thomas. He went and got the guys on the way to Emmaus, right? He waited for you. So the, the very least you can do is wait for him. And don't try to anticipate and figure it out. It's going to be a surprise. It's a beautiful thing. It's a baptism in the Holy Spirit. He's empowering you. He wants to encounter you to take you to a new level. Here's the great thing. Whether you're super Christian or brand new, you need more. Always. Every day, every week, every month, every year. And those encounters with God. Pentecost is all about that. This weekend, Saturday, Saturday night to Sunday, it's Pentecost. We call it Pentecost Sunday. But it's God wants to encounter you, wants to fill you. Let that be an opportunity if that happens to be. Actually, Corey was baptized on Pentecost Sunday. Mm. Baptized in the Holy Spirit. Wow. There you go. That's uh, the morning show uh, portion of Ray's teaching. Uh, This will continue through the 11 o'clock hour. Keith Davis is coming in next. In fact, this next one is, what if you have all these other gifts? What if you know you're filled with so many different gifts, but it's then where did those gifts come from? That's the next one we'll go to. I happen to know the answer. Let's, let's wait. Yes. Reisenstein, uh, we'll see you Monday morning, uh, Lord willing, bright and early with Takeaway Monday. Make sure you're posting up on the Reisenstein Facebook page throughout the weekend. What you learned, we're freshly affected by, I found wildly, mildly amusing. IQ Vision Care.